Hello and welcome to MikeyPod, podcast episode 336 for September 29th, 2021. Today's guest is Jeffrey John Davies. He's the founder of The Violin Channel, which is, uh, started out as a YouTube channel. I'm already telling you things that he's going to tell us. It started out as a YouTube channel and it went on to be a really extensive website and a lot of other stuff you hear about. We'll be speaking specifically about the Vanguard concert series. It was a series of concerts that allowed artists the chance to perform during the pandemic, to get paid, to have high quality videos of their work, etc., etc. So much cool stuff came out of this project that the Violin Channel did. And of course, um, free entertainment via their social media channels for people who are fans of music, all different kinds. So yeah, you're gonna love this conversation. By the way, I'm your host. I'm Michael Heron. I'm a composer, pianist, electronic musician, storyteller, and activist based in New York City. On this podcast, I have conversations with fellow creators who use their creativity to change the world. I've been sending this podcast to your ears for over 16 years. If you like what you hear, subscribe using the colorful buttons in the sidebar and footer at MikeyPod.com, or you can just search MikeyPod in your favorite podcast directory. If you'd like to know more about me, stop by my website at MichaelHeron.com, hit me up on social media everywhere as at Michael Heron, or you can email me at MikeyPod at gmail.com. Now we enter the portion of the show where I give you updates about what I'm doing. Um, not a ton to report, although you should mark your calendars if you're in New York City or planning to visit, uh, that there's a show called Planet of the Grapes. I've talked about it before. Its creator, Peter Michael Marino, has been a guest on the podcast before. Um, I wrote music for this show that he did virtually called Planet of the Grapes, in which he um, adapted the story of Planet of the Apes for a toy theater production that he did uh, streaming. Um, yeah, so we've talked about this before. I wrote music for that show. Now we're going to perform this show live in a really cool setting uh, at the Crane Theater here in New York City. Uh, October 28th, I'll be performing the music live. He'll be performing the puppetry live. And it's got some cool like twists. I, I can't. <laughs> this is one of those things. Pete is one of these people that I'm like, wow, what? This is... He's very, extremely creative. One of the most creative people I know. And then just the, as, as you can see, I'm speechless. So um, you should definitely come and see it. And um, I think that's, I'm not sure if the show is available online. I'll look into that and I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, yeah, that's the only update I have for you. Uh, yeah. Before we get into the interview, though, a couple of things. I need to make sure I thank my subscribers on Patreon for powering this podcast. I have a new patron too, as a matter of fact. Hello, Amanda. Thank you for joining us. Uh, these are people who subscribe for $5 or more a month, get special perks like tons of free downloads of my music and zines and bonus podcasts. There are around 70 of these bonus podcasts that are only accessible to patrons, and you'll have immediate access to all of them when you subscribe. This week, I shall say there is not a bonus episode, but I am going to put up a video like check-in on Patreon. So if you're a patron, watch out for that uh, probably tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, that's everything, except for the fact that I want to play a song for you before we jump into this interview. One of the things I love about living in Brooklyn and uh, New York City in general that I hoped I would find, and I did, is this like really cool neighborhood quality. Like neighborhoods are very kind of tight-knit tight knit. And um, you, you wind up knowing a lot of people just because of the walkability and the way we are all going to the same coffee shops and the same, you know, whatnot. So anyway, I have a song for you from one of my neighbors. Her name is Debbie Dean. And uh, she's a great musician and a teacher. 
And we're going to listen to a track from her latest album, which is called Red Ruby Sings. And this track is called Missing You. And after this, we'll hear from Jeffrey John Davies. Joining me now on the podcast is Jeffrey John Davies, who is the founder of The Violin Channel, which is a YouTube channel and website. It's doing some really cool things 
already. And then in quarantine, it got even cooler. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me. It's uh, nice to uh, be here today. Yeah, yeah, it's been nice. I was I had uh, one of your playlists from the YouTube channel playing this morning as I was working, getting ready for stuff. Uh, it's so good. Uh, so the Violin Channel, can we can you just give a rundown of what it is and how it started? Sure. So it's a sort of classical music online magazine and social media network. I started it myself just over 10 years ago when I was living in Australia and I um, just, you know, YouTube and Facebook was just starting. And I don't know, I just one day I was uploading some violin videos to YouTube and it said, you know, name your channel. And I'm like, I don't know, the violin channel. <laughs> and then, and then I was, you know, I was kind of fascinated by what was, what, you know, putting things up. And then, and then Facebook was starting at the, at the same time. And I, I thought maybe like I could share you know, the videos that are going here on some kind of interest group here. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll need to put some news in there. And, you know, I just, it just started one day, like very, very innocently on the floor of my apartment in Australia. And I kind of just loved it and then just kept going. And um, I moved to New York in 2011 um, with the idea of, you know, I had a small following then, but I sort of had the idea, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. I want to, you know, live in New York and I want to run violin channel. I want to do this. And um, yeah, thankfully it's worked. It's sort of uh, taken up and, you know, we're, we're sort of, you know, one of the, the most read in classical music now. And, you know, we're streaming concerts internationally. We're, you know, media partners with Carnegie Hall, with New York Philharmonic, with, you know, most of the major events that happen in the world are now coming, are now coming via uh, the violin channel and via our, our um, social media. And uh, recently, we've also launched, you know, our own uh, content series, the Vanguard series, which has been going gangbusters in just four weeks. It's had over 2 million views. So, you know, it's things have, you know, it started very, very humbly on my living room floor in Australia 10 years ago. And, you know, it's, it's going great now. So. That's one of the great things that I love these kind of stories because there are so many things about the internet and streaming and all these things, um, how it's harming musicians and, and, you know, all of, and, and a lot of that is true. You know, Spotify doesn't pay much to its artists, but it's really cool to hear these stories of, oh yeah, this is actually really great too. And your story is a great example of it, especially the fact that you started the YouTube channel early enough to be able to just call it the violin channel, right? Like you were a super early adopter. It was literally that. It literally said the space channel and it said like name your channel. And I was like, I just put the word violin between it and that's where the the name of the violin channel. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so yeah. cool. But it, it actually was probably a faux pas to do that because, you know, what we're covering is far more than just violin news. Like it's, you know, it's obviously centric on the string world, but, um, you know, but it really is sort of everything that's happening in classical music. If there's something sort of happening, you know, we want some kind of anywhere in the world, we want some kind of finger on it, whether it's a story or whether it's social pics or whether it's a stream of it all, you know, it really is. Um, yeah, everything that's happening in classical music, maybe not so much opera, but, you know, within the orchestral side and particularly within the string side and then particularly within, you know, the violin and cello world. And, you know. mm. Yeah. And so let's talk about the Vanguard series, because that yeah. is particularly, well, particular to our current quarantine-ish, whatever's happening with it today world. Uh, tell me about that. We were approached by this this foundation um, that basically has a, um, you know, they, they basically had you know, very large sum of money that they wanted to give to artists during COVID. 
you know, basically, you know, around New York. So they kind of contacted a number of organizations and they said, you know, can you put a proposal? Can you can you make work for musicians during this period? And we're like, of course we can. We can mm. do this series and we can stream it and they'll all get paid really well. And, you know, we can do new commissions. We can do all things like that. So the Alphadine Foundation were the ones that approached us about partnering on, you know, creating this. And they, they supported a number of initiatives uh, through National Sawdust, also through this, Cherry Music Society, Lincoln Center, um, the Pullman Museum programs, they contacted a number and we sort of worked with them to, to create something that was going to create work for musicians during this. So they also did that amazing, you know, the musical storefronts where the musicians are playing in the storefront on the Upper West Side. And, you know, they're all, they're playing, it's all very COVID safe. They're all getting really great um, concert fees. You know, this is all the work of the Alphabet Foundation, which is phenomenal. So, so they, they approached and we talked about sort of making a, you know, a video concert series. Um, where, you know, all the artists were paid very well and, and also we wanted it to be um, an opportunity to sort of create, you know, really, really high quality. We work with a really good um, creative director, a really good um, pro um, filming team. It was all filmed at Merkin Concert Hall in New York City. And we basically sort of, it was the funnest thing ever for me because I was able to approach all of my favorite artists and say, hey, we've got this opportunity. What would you like to do for 45 minutes? And, you know, the, oh, by the way, there's a visual screen behind, you know, you can work with a visual artist on that. And it was, it was you know, really, really fun. And, you know, some of the musicians we had in the first season, Joshua Bell opened it, Charles Yang, amazing violinist, um, who else was in there? The Dover Quartet, the Junction Trio, you know, all my favorite groups, all my favorite people. Um, a young showcase with uh, two very talented students at the Juilliard School, Nathan Meltzer and Kevin Jew. And then the one that aired just uh, last week was with a, a cellist called Sophia Bessler. And she said, you know, I really want to collaborate with a dancer. And she did this phenomenal episode of um, like Piazzolla and really great pieces with, a, with a, a dancer. And it was, I don't know, it was fun. It was very cool. A couple of things. Backing up, not even about the violin channel. I didn't know about these storefront con- concerts. I, I need to look into this. Are they still? That's. I guess this is maybe a little bit of a tangent. I'm, I'm going to look more into those if they're still happening because that'd be so much fun. They are. So the Alfredino is working um, with the Cuffman Center on on this, and they've they've got like a abandoned shop storefront up on the Upper West Side, and the musicians play in the window with speakers projecting onto the street. So it's all very COVID safe. Mm. Um, there's yeah, you know, there's a lot around, but they don't they don't actually announce the address of it because they don't want huge crowds there. It's kind of something you have to stumble stumble across, but it's uh, um it's very very cool. And they I think like the first series they had 80, 80 you know um professional musicians in New York, and I mean they just started second season. You know that they're all getting you know a great paycheck during COVID when when things are not working. So it was just it's a very cool idea. Mm. So I didn't know a couple of things about the Vanguard series. I thought I, I love these moments. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I read everything. I've learned all this stuff. Um, I didn't realize that this was also like a, a job opportunity for the performers, that they're mm. getting a great paycheck out of this, which is amazing during this time. Well, this, I, th- I think this was the initiative of everything and certainly of Vanguard and certainly of musical storefronts was that we were creating a really great work opportunity for um you know for musicians during this this time and then also we also want to use it as to create the perfect calling card for these for these guys that we had seven camera angles and you know with the reach of it going on our site it, you know each episode was getting over half a million views on it and so it really is um you know it's even post 
COVID for the musicians involved with this, the exposure that they got from it, plus the paycheck, plus, you know, plus also they have the rights to use the material as the, as mm. they please. So it was kind of very, very, um, a very artist-driven initiative. And also we kind of were like, hey, what do you want to do? What's your dream program? What's that? What really represents you? And so it was fun. What a, such a great, I just, the, the idea of having someone say, hey, here's, Here's some money to make a thing, you know, like to make your dream project happen. Um, Thank you, Alfred Iron Foundation. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was like, it just, it was just amazing. The, the yeah. work is phenomenal. I've been having these moments lately and I'm always like cautious to be grateful for COVID. But, mm. you know, like with many things that are challenging and this is challenging, you know, in ways I never imagined I would be living through, there are these moments of you know, something coming out of it. So I'm right. great. I guess I can say I'm grateful for the things <laughs> that came out of even this difficult time. And this right. is one of the cool things to think about. I, I feel the same. I feel, you know, it's been a, a horrible year and sort of being here in the epicenter of it here in New York City, you know, it's not been fun and, you know, trapped in my apartment, but I think there has been some silver linings. One of the other things I've seen is how the classical music industry everyone sort of come together, like everyone's sort of cross-posting each other's content and how can we collaborate on that and we're now doing this and I think um, I even saw it like in some of my um, professional relationships, you know, we're like, I know we had a bit of a tiff in the past, but, you know, we're all in this together. And, you know, I've definitely seen um, just a shift in everybody's attitude and everybody, you know, wanting to move forward out of this together, and which is a real positive. There are live streams happening with the Vanguard. Is that part of the Vanguard series, the live streams you have on the YouTube channel? Uh, it is. So we, we have a number of things. So we, we live stream a lot of competitions. So most of the major stream competitions around the world are, are being streamed on our, on our social channels. We also partner with, with a lot of um, orchestras, you know, that they're, that we're Facebook cross posts, you know, we're, we're, we're taking their, uh, their, there. So our, what, what streaming is a combination of that and then also our, our own produced Vanguard concert um, content. And then, you know, obviously our own interviews and our own concerts and, you know, Around, around things on that, but so it's 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 a mix of of what's happening. That's what I, I thought that was the Vanguard series, but now I'm like, wait, there's a lot of more cool stuff to go look at. Well, the, if you have a look, because the idea that I always had this vision of um, wanting to do a concert series that was kind of wrapped in a digital screen, like mm -hmm. an igloo, like I just had this vision for it. And so what we were able to do was get this screen that went around, and then with work with visual artists to create. Um, you know the back the backdrops to them. So anything that's got those really cool kind of artistic light show behind that's Vanguard. One of the things I think you are already doing with the violin channel that now is kind of elevated is the idea that you're making classical music accessible to more people. Like one of the things there's always I've always perceived a barrier just for myself too of being able to afford a ticket to go see a symphony or live performance of like classical musicians is, was that part of your goal too when you started this or was it even something you considered much at the beginning i think it was i think you know when i was started i was pretty young and i had been previously working in marketing and advertising and i sort of hadn't been working in the classical music world even though i you know i trained as a string musician um and i think I wanted to shake the old guard up and I wanted it to be a new experience and I wanted it to, you know, break down those traditional barriers. So I think that has always been my vision with it to just make it a little cooler. And I think particularly with Vanguard, that was sort of the idea of, you know, getting people that we consider to be Vanguard, to be innovators, to be, um, you know, new generation and then say, well, do you want to collaborate with an artist or a dancer or, you know, so 
I think that's that's definitely our vision is to is to be a, an innovator and you know bring a youthful edge to classical music. You know, it can be a little stuffy, but it's changing. It's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Like I'm, I have a classical background. I'm a composer and performer that type of stuff. But I kind of just I don't know why lately, especially I'm sort of like oh I kind of miss that sort of. Maybe stuff. Well, I'll call it stuff. That stuffiness or uh-huh. the the formality of yeah. of classical music. I think that's what that's what um I, you know from studying piano and all that kind of stuff. I sort of lately, especially, have been like, oh yeah, that was kind of fun being locked in a practice room for several hours at a time and like the performing and all that kind of stuff. So it's cool. Like it, I'm excited well, to dig more into the channel. Go ahead. Well, I also think like one year into this pandemic, I think people have a little bit of fatigue with online content. So that also with Vanguard, we just wanted to sort of, this needs to be different. This needs to be sort of at another level, um, you know, not shot on a cell phone, but, you know, a seven camera angle with, you know, roaming camera on stage and, you know, just to really create a different online experience. And um, I think that's probably why it did so well, because people are like, oh, wow, what is this? And, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah but I, I, think that's, I think that's always a vision to kind of, you know, Put the old guard a little and <laughs> freshen things up, and you know, yeah, yeah, because it's that's uh, as much as I say about that about classical music. I also don't miss that kind of rigidity. So it's really right. great to see you embracing a uh, movement forward with the way things right. are approached. I, I agree. I can't wait to put on like real clothes and get out of my sweats and go to you know go to a concert <laughs> and sit there and you know enjoy it in uh, in the flesh. Ah, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a cool moment yes <laughs> Maybe hopefully, we, not that, hopefully not that far away yeah it looks like yeah. things are sort of you, I, i'm worried about getting a false sense of uh of excitement but like right. people are getting vaccinated and things are starting to look much better so that's yes. great well i think new york philharmonic announced this week that they will be back um shortly with 150 in the audience so i think that's at the shed but you know i think that's a great sign that new york philharmonic is coming back that they're feeling you know, we're ready to get back to it. So that's yeah. positive. Yeah. It's, it'll be, it, it'll be interesting. I've lived in New York for, I guess, 12 years now, and I have never seen them. And it's one of those things is like, wait, why didn't I do this when I could? <laughs> so hopefully there'll be like a fresh crew of people showing up, who, right. you know, that moment of having something taken away that you're like, Oh right. wait, I was going to do that. <laughs> what right, happened? Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. Uh, I love it. So you're, also a musician or you're trained as a violinist and violist is that what i was so i kind of did the traditional um you know went to a pre-college um conservatory and i i did my degree in uh violin and viola and then i was just sort of like uh, i don't really think you know this is my destiny i don't want to be a performer i don't you know and i think you know at the time i was you know when i was in college I was making my money doing string quartet gigs doing weddings and things like that and when it when it came time to sort of make a website get us gigs you know it was always me doing that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i think someone suggested you know would why don't you consider you know if you if, if performance is not for you maybe you can go and you know continue studying marketing and then maybe you know my end goal was to get a job working at lincoln center or working at an arts organization like that not on the performance side um, but, you know, after college, you kind of take the first job you get offered. And I got a job offered in a media agency in Australia, and it was nothing to do with music. Mm-hmm. And I actually worked in financial services, um, you know, bank, mainly on banking and insurance clients. And, uh, yeah, that was sort of – and then I think, you know, fast forward a couple of years and uh, I 
put in the violin channel into YouTube. And I think it kind of brought both my worlds together into, you know, something that really brought my skill set together. So, um, yeah. So I say I am a violinist. I just haven't practiced in about 10,000 days. <laughs> <laughs> just 10,000. <000. laughs> right. <laughs> it's really cool to hear you talk about when you were in studying music and you kind of started to realize that that wasn't your destiny. But at the time, what appears to be your destiny didn't really exist yet. So you didn't really know right. <laughs> to, to have that goal of doing what you're doing now, which I don't know. I just think it's really cool in terms of seeing how technology and social media and all these things have changed how we can approach our lives. Right. Can I, I told this story to someone and they thought it was um, very fascinating. I remember the very first time I put um, something on YouTube for Violin Channel and I just had this feeling that I was creating something and that I just sort of, yeah, I just remember having this feeling. And so then I did more because it was really fun. And I had that feeling of, and I don't know if it's a feeling of this is my destiny or this is my life or this is, or I just love this so much. Um, and then, you know, I just really loved creating this thing. And, you know, I think when I jumped off the, the bridge and just moved to New York without a job, without, you know, it, something just kept telling me, you need to do this. This is your, there was this very strong feeling within me that this was, you know, what I was meant to do. And, you know, of course, I was in complete panics in those early years, but something just said, this is going to be successful. Just, you know, stick with it. And, you know, so I, I, I remember even from the very beginning having this feeling of whatever this violin channel thing is, it's, I'm meant to be following it. Ah, uh, I love, I just, I'm super corny, super woo woo. I love that type of thing. I mean, I feel yeah. like, like hearing that, that, moment of just knowing like just keep going just keep going i know it sounds like a cliche and i can't describe it but it was almost it was almost like a, a light or something or you know like it was just there was there was just this feeling of you know is it the shirt meant to be you know i don't yeah. know yeah well it's working out really well it seems it's yeah it's okay yeah. <laughs> <good. laughs> well working out in terms of like being successful in terms of following in terms of creating work for other artists, in terms of you know spreading the word about other artists, all these things that I also really love. So uh, right. I, it's really exciting to hear. This. Well, I, I can honestly say I really love what I do, and as as a, as as a job, and I, sometimes I pinch myself that oh my god, I can make a living doing this, and I can make an impact doing this, and you know I'm not in a nine to five job anymore, and you know that kind of thing. So. Uh, and you can do it from home if there's a global pandemic and you're under quarantine. Yeah, yes, we can run the whole. We can run the whole business by, uh, you know, there's uh, there's uh, nine people who work on my team, and you know, we used to sort of all meet in a you know in a work share space, and and now we're all like meeting in online meeting rooms. I think we're far more productive than we ever were, and I I think after this, I'm like, why do I want to pay rent again for it? <laughs> you know, so um, I, I I think that that has streamlined you know us as a business so yeah mm, yeah that's another that that is another um silver lining out of the pandemic i think it just sort of focused everything we were doing and yeah it seems that's happened a lot <laughs> for a lot of people like right like either you know the the things that can continue during this time with my, i think about it a lot with my teaching i had to just suddenly you know everyone had to just suddenly shift gears but suddenly i was like oh shit, I'm teaching online now. How do right. I do this? And it, it changed everything. It changed how I right. teach now. Right. It's, it's probably like afterwards, you're like, maybe I don't need to see my students every week. I can see them once every four weeks. The others can be online. Like, who knows, who knows yeah. what 
the world is going to look like after this. Now that a couple of families are asking about, oh, are, do you think we'll be able to, you know, we got vaccinated. Are you vaccinated? Can you start coming to our house again? There's this, like, it seems exciting. And also like, oh, I have to like put on pants and go, right. <laughs> go to your house. I, I, I think I have not got out of sweatpants in the entire year. I, I don't think I put real pants on in a year. It's yeah. just been sweatpants. <laughs> it's very rarely. And then when I did, it was like, uh-oh, I got to buy new pants because I've been snacking at home too much. That's a whole, uh, nother, that's a whole nother podcast, I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, well, it's been so great to talk to you. I really appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. Just to be sure, the website is theviolinchannel.com, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then we, and then you can find us on Instagram and on Facebook, on Twitter, YouTube, Weibo, WeChat, and uh, also our mailing list. So yes, for those for your your listeners in China, we are on Chinese social media as well. Oh, I love. Oh, yeah. I didn't even, look. I'm like, wait and, a minute. Uh, I got to get on a, that. There's a, there's a new streaming like uh, we're like Joanne and my team is a native Chinese speaker, and, and there's a new thing, the new YouTube there. I think it's called like bye bye or something or ellie ellie or something it was something very cute like that we're also on whatever whatever that chinese streaming platform is we're on it now oh i love it billy 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 Billy, that's it billy 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 yeah it's the (laughs) chinese youtube and we're on it apparently oh i gotta look it up yeah i randomly i've had a lot of chinese downloads lately so Uh, maybe we're gonna complete a circle uh, with this maybe it's 360 (laughs) all right Uh, thank you it's been yeah. great chatting with you. So thank you. you and keep, as up well. the, keep up the great work. I was going through your podcast and very impressive. So keep oh, up the good work. Thanks so much. It's really good to hear. It's as you know, like sometimes putting things on the internet feels like, okay, anyone? Like I know <laughs> pe- I see people downloading, but I'm like, does anyone have you you could tell me something about this? So anyway, it's great to hear. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Take care. And so we come to the end of another episode of Mikey Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Jeffrey John Davies, for being my guest on the show today. Thank you, Debbie Dean, for allowing me to play your music. And I want to throw out there, I should have mentioned this in the beginning of the show. Um, I've been sitting on this interview for a while, and uh, my apologies to Jeffrey and to the uh, Violin Channel for uh, making you all wait so long <laughs> for this interview to come out. Uh, also of note, there will be another Vanguard concert series which we talked about so much today uh i believe it's coming out in 2022 so keep an eye out for that there's tons of great content to check for on their website and youtube channel all of those uh vanguard concerts are available still uh for free so you should go check those out and my part of my goal with this podcast is to shine a light on other artists and the work that they're doing that i find important and valuable so um you can complete that circle oh listener of this podcast by checking out these artists follow the links purchase their music watch their videos share about it you know all the stuff independent artists like all of us we need you we need your support so uh you know even just to share or just telling someone about something you heard about on the podcast makes a huge difference so this concludes my little sermon whatever that was uh i thank you for listening uh, even if you don't share anything even if i never hear from you i'm really grateful that you're listening i see your download and i love you for it <laughs> I'll see you next time.